Welcome back to Chat Pack. We, we took out the live part, which I think is going to work better for us. This is a show where we talk about this, that, and the other things, keeping <laughs> it simple for you guys. It's just Trevor and I today as we try and get the old band back together. That, the, the big reason why we fell off doing the podcast was everyone's lives were going in four different directions because, of course, there was the four of us. And uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we've been talking about doing this for over a year now right like ever since we stopped doing it we were we've always talked about going back into it if i recall correctly yeah i mean we've always just been kind of texting back and forth about it and uh just spitballing ideas here and there um trying to get something going so here we are (laughs) well and then on top of that you were under uh at the end of chat pack you were about to undergo a major life change and have undergone a major life change i was still trying to figure out what was going on ben was also i mean we were all trying to figure it out and then you were the only one that ended up leaving (laughs) well my bad i guess (laughs) i wouldn't say you're bad but uh of course yes the four of us we used to do the podcast live from the living room of uh Man, we still talk about mantras all Dude. the time. I, I don't know if you if you reminisce about it very often, but I mean, we find ourselves. I I just remember us talking about mantras like all the time last year, and and all the time. I find myself thinking about it quite frequently. See, it's funny. I uh, I I mean, I I've been pretty busy with life and stuff like that, so. I don't spend you know too much time dwelling on the past, but uh, just the other day, I happened to come across some old pictures and some different videos and things of all of us just hanging out in the in the living room, and uh, I was like, man, that was that was just really fucking cool to live, you know, all all four of us in that house like that. So um, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's it was it's it was an awesome experience because you just hear of these roommate nightmare stories like i i I, I don't know you know and like when i was an ra too like you just hear about all these like people that are crappy roommates and like if we ever like had any beef or anything like that we would be able to handle it that's just what blows my mind about when i hear some of these stories it's like how how was that your mindset (laughs) like you're sharing (laughs) you're sharing a space with you know how x amount of people you you're gonna have to have some sacrifices and it's like you have your room that's your space and no one can tell you how to how to deal with that space but but in terms of of just coexisting in an environment you would just hear some of these like things that people thought were just gonna happen and it's like what (laughs) like how did (laughs) how did you think that that was gonna be anywhere close to how that was gonna go yeah acceptable you know and uh it's like yeah you're gonna have to do dishes you're gonna have to wash your laundry like (laughs) yeah and it's like if you are leaving a mess like of course people are gonna it's we're not your mom but yeah we're still gonna be mad like it's interesting now (laughs) with with we all went through the phase where mom was always telling you what to do but then I, i think it's a different story for people when it's their friends or their roommates but it's like yo (laughs) <laughs> to stop stop messing around stop stop being disgusting <laughs> yeah but, like cleaning up after yourself and bathe well and just like also <laughs> respecting like shared things or like people's space or just like things too where it's just like just i don't know it's just i just you just hear some of the craziest stories and i i don't know or at least maybe i i did from some people but anyway yeah if you if you're joining us for the first time we talk about literally almost anything i think we usually go on to our hobbies because uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to ask you a couple of things that are uh, hobby related uh, a lot of entertainment stuff but uh the point of the podcast is just honestly for for us to hang out and have a good time tell you guys about what we do and what we like and, and hope that you guys uh guys and gals out there or whatever you identify as is uh like the same so but uh you I know I, I i mentioned trevor that uh you were at the end of chat pack you were about to under undergo one of the one of probably i would say the biggest uh, life change in event in your life so far i don't i mean obviously you know a lot more about your own life than me but you know <laughs> what what you've done and what you've what you've been doing for the past 2 years i mean you, you you've 
you've gotten quite the list. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about what, what you've done in postgraduate life? Well, uh, if I could talk to the people here for a minute. Um, no, I was going to say uh, we're a few minutes in. Should we should we have introduced ourselves? You, yeah, actually, that's <laughs> we're kind of talking a, about chat great, and Yeah, I like know. We, we just went and I just totally skipped. I just broke all of my radio hosting uh, rules <laughs> right there. Of course, um, I'm Paul Holden. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm out of the game too long. Of course, one one member of the chat pack, usually joined by our friends Caleb and Ben as well. We'll eventually get them on the horn. But and I'm not and I'm not lying when I say this. And some people might think I, I am, but uh, Caleb is on his way to go dig up dinosaur bones. And um, <laughs> I promise you that is not just one of our random things, like when we sent Ben <laughs> off into exile. Uh, when we were recording the show in the second season, but uh, uh, no, he he's on his way to Montana because one of his bandmates um, is uh, what's what's their paleontologist? What I feel like that's wrong. What's what is what is I know archaeologist is, um, is close, but what's someone who studies studies dinosaurs? Yeah, I I thought it was paleontologist. Paleon, paleontologist sounds right. I mean, paleo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That sounds right to me. Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah, Jurassic <laughs> Park stuff. If we know anything, if we've learned anything from sci-fi, we won't create dinosaurs. But I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, and then of course Ben Colvin, um, everyone's favorite old man, uh, is still working in Columbus and it just seems to be off grid and hard to usually get a hold of because he's actually supposed to be here in Chicago. Uh, yeah, brief thing. I moved to Chicago. Uh, in May, but I stayed in Athens, did a bunch of radio stuff for a bit, and uh, now I'm up here. Uh, Ben's also my roommate again, so he'll, I'm sure once he gets up here, he'll be back on the show uh, because I literally will be like, "Hey, Ben, <laughs> come, <laughs> come be on the show. You don't really get much of a choice." Well, I guess he does, yeah. but but you know, we that like was... to, to get everyone back together, and God knows when Caleb's going to be back. So we all were talking and, and Trevor was the consistent one and, and I, I should let you introduce yourself first Trevor so I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up <laughs> yeah well I was gonna say there uh, when we were discussing getting this together and you were like yeah I think I think everyone wants to do it but you know Caleb's supposedly digging up dinosaurs and then Ben's wherever and I was like wait a second doesn't Ben live with you and can't you just drag him into the room and put his face into a mic <laughs> I, I wish I, I wish I could but but no um, so you know I'm living with two of my best friends from high school um, I have a new roommate we have a different dog a bunch of different dogs in the chat pack family uh, Dennis is with uh, back with his uh, actual owner I now have my dog dot who's currently on her back with a paw upside down uh she's just shooting a paw up in the air so i better give her some belly scratches um but uh and then you have not one but two dogs which i i want to get into as part of your your post-grad adventures because out of nowhere i i knew of i knew of copper but i don't even know the name of the new pup so uh, let's look back in the extra how about how about you actually introduce yourself here about All almost right. 10 minutes into the podcast and um <laughs> We'll, we'll keep rolling from there. Uh, yeah, so as on-air talent Paul Holden mentioned, I'm Trevor Heim. Um, typically, when we were doing our our live show from the living room, I was the, uh, the technical person who was kind of more behind the scenes and making sure everything ran smoothly. So um, it's kind of cool. I, I like this format so far. We can kind of just... Uh, get everything ready and then just hang out for you know an hour or so and uh, I like it so far I guess yeah um, absolutely I mean that's one of the big things I'm excited about the <coughs> podcast is it, in reality you know we we do have I think we have some good ideas and I think some stuff that we we want to try and do and we're gonna I think we're gonna experiment some more especially with the way my life is shaking out to be now but it's also just a great way for the us to catch up i mean we text and have our group chats and everything but it's a lot different than hopping on the line talking for an hour or whatever you know however long we're gonna go today and, and just catch <laughs> up on, on on stuff so i'm excited about it too and uh don't worry you're not getting out of your technical role because you got to teach me stuff and uh you know because i think you know what we wanted to do in college i still want to and i think now we're also entering points where we can but it's just a matter of sure. 
the passion being there for everybody and it and and it's a hundred percent okay if it's not and i'm saying you know in terms of streaming video games you know doing extra web content which you know ideally in a perfect world we get some momentum keep doing this you know start slow with the podcast and then you know once i can get some new gear and now with a bunch of new you know e3s coming up which we're going to talk about trevor because yeah i know you you, you, (laughs) um you know with all these video games and with my setup and the way I'm doing work right now, you know, I have an opportunity to at least try it. And I mean, we have a foundation on Twitch, you know, I don't know how many of those subscribers will hang around, you know, will come back, but that foundation is there on Twitch and, you know, just to send a feeler out, I'm going to, you know, that's going to be old news by the time this airs. Cause I think we're going to throw this up on Friday. That's going to be the plan. I think, right. Try and get this up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we can, um, that was kind of I was gonna say too. You're you're just talking about the passion. I uh, I feel like I've been pushing the hardest to get this going, just because, um, like you said, it's it's nice to get on and and catch up a little bit. But I definitely think there is potential here for, you know, we can we put our heads together. We might be able to do something pretty cool. Well, <laughs> and and I agree, and and it and I think we have so many elements and so many connections that would appeal to different audiences who seek out internet content in streaming. I mean, just to the stuff that I was thinking, I'm in that, vid- you know, I'm on that video game side, but I mean, Caleb and his roommates are all musicians. And I mean, if they would get in, you know, if we could stream some of that, like we should have been doing a while ago and, uh, you know, Ben's really, you know, Ben's oh, been yeah. playing a lot more Starcraft. So I was thinking it'd be cool to do a series of Ben actually attempting to teach me to play, you know starcraft or something like that and then you know and and, and like i was telling you at the before we started recording i was looking at um i've joined the mario baseball subreddit and i posted like a month ago and it was just a feeler thing and like you know and i think i'm gonna revisit it is of actually trying to set up a mario baseball league but do it you know with stats and commentary and stuff like that and you know keep them simple five inning games do three games and you know stream them and then just release them with some when stuff but i still have so much to learn and awesome. i'm just like i just get intimidated by it but i want to learn but i also then my brain is like you know i just get down on myself <laughs> like how do you know those graphics like how would we make them i would have you know i want to learn how to make them and I, and I know that there's i know like Oh, you got to go into After Effects and like you know do that. But it's like okay, that's great. I can open up After Effects, but if I just look at it, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do anything with it. So yeah, the magic doesn't just happen on its own. Yeah, exactly. But it's that's why it's great to part. You know why? Where it's nice to have you there. I mean, you know at least how to put. You know, if we get graphics and once we do that. You, can, you know how to over, do stream overlays, which, you know, I want to learn. And honestly, the tools that they give you just to at least start streaming on Xbox and PS4, all I really need to do to start doing stuff is to connect my the, the chat pack login. And then I could really start oh, yeah. streaming some stuff. I mean, Ben and I have been – Ben and I were playing Apex nightly for about a month, you know. So it's like why, why aren't we a- attempting to stream this? I mean – you know, we'd have to work out the video stuff. You know, video I think is going to come down the line, high quality video. I mean, I'm, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that because it's the thing is this will be grassroots and having to start everything up and pay for it all is, you know, a whole different story. But there's just so many. There is a bunch of opportunity there with our friends and, and what we're interested in. God dang it, the Rockies just lost. I had it on in the background, completely different. <laughs> um, they're in Chicago, actually. I'm going to go see them uh, at Wrigley Field tomorrow, which is will be after that's this. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited. But no, I mean that's that's the thing. It's just there's so many cool things that I think we can do, and I hope that we do. Because at the end of the day, if if we could just carve out a small piece of the internet and um you know make it our own that's really all all i want you know what i mean it's like it's it's it doesn't have to be a ton but if you can get a dedicated patreon group basically because that would be the 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 site and the stuff that i'd want to use 
I, you know, and I, I, I think it's there. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm also, do you feel like we're, you know, in the world today, there's too much of that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like, um, I feel like there's so much that people sort of go and find their, their corner and they, oh, maybe not corner. They go and find their, their people, I guess. And, and like the things that they're into and they kind of stick around that. And so it's a bit hard to just like break in and, and, and take over the internet, if you will. Like no one, there's so much content now that like, I don't think anyone can really be like the most popular thing in the world. Um, but you can be the most popular with like your fan base of people who are into it kind of a thing. Exactly. Um, I've actually been thinking about this quite a bit at work because uh, my my work's actually pretty sweet. They give us like Spotify premium um, since like a majority of the work we do is just at a computer by ourselves just working, you know. So uh, they get they hook us up with Spotify Premium so we can listen to music and listen to whatever. And I've been I've been actually listening to quite a few podcasts, and uh, you kind of you start to find the ones that you like and the people that you vibe with, and just then you just keep re-upping on you know a new episode comes out. Oh, new episode, let me go listen to it. You know that kind of thing. No more new episodes, let me go listen to some of my old favorites, like stuff like that. So uh, I would love to be able to connect with people like on that level. Yeah, no, and that's exactly the way I look at it. I we don't need to be, we don't need to have ninja level streams. We we don't need to be the front page of Reddit every day. Like my favorite podcast that I've been listening, you know, and I subscribe to on Patreon. I mean, they have a straw, they have a good following from being so involved in the games industry. But I mean, when you look at their YouTube videos and the content they put out, they put out a different daily show on top of all this stuff. I mean. They're, it's not gangbusters. I mean, they, they and they've said it themselves. <laughs> Most of their stuff comes from their audio, which is why I was telling at the beginning of the show. I that's that's my top focus is to get a good mic going because I want to do some other stuff on my own too to see where that takes me. But like, uh, you're absolutely right, man. There's the communities out there are, are can form and and you know I think we're there and I, I that's the thing. It's just to bring in people that are interested in what we do and just like what we do because uh, you know and i think everyone would say this about any of their friends group but i'll, I'll say it anyway we have a great dynamic and <laughs> and so many different interests and things like that that each person brings to the table that you know we had some interests like that and the other thing is it's like when I would put these on Facebook, like when I would, and you know, I didn't, I would be focused on me, but like when I would stream, live stream us going live, I mean, the engagement, there was engagement. That's the, that's the only sign you need because like for so long at my job, like the one thing that was hard for, for doing my radio show is I did feel like I was talking to nobody. You know what I mean? Even though I knew, <laughs> yeah, I, knew tough. I knew people were out there and like, I know people listen and, and follow. It, it's so hard to keep that up, but it's just like so. Any form of engagement, whether it was a phone call, a message on Facebook, I mean, it just changes your entire perception on Dude. that on, on on what you're doing. So, I mean, I, I I'm just you know again, and this this isn't going to happen next month. It isn't going to happen right away. But I mean, I I just think there's I think there's something. And and you know, we hope that you guys are, are if you're if you're coming back, you know, on the off chance you are. Shout out to uh, our, our boy from London there. Um, who? Yeah, who, that's. Who, I was just thinking about that as you were talking about that. I'm like, I still tell people stories about that kid that was like, he was our biggest fan on the Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but it's just, and it's just, my philosophy on streaming games is so much different now. I used to think, you know. It's it's not about how good you are at the game. It is it is about the the experience that you create for the audience. So I mean, this going forward and with the you know you know I I hope that we can grow into this and, and you know it's going to take more than us. But you know it it might just be the Paul and Trevor show for a little bit. But that'll be all right. I mean we'll make it work. And I mean because everyone's got their own things going on. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to take shots at at Ben and Caleb, but. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, dis. You hear that, Benny Kev? Wrecked. Because let's be honest, if I was gonna if if I was gonna shit on them, I would shit on them to their faces anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be too worried about it. But um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of the the catch you up on on the chat pack spiel. But like you know. I, I I got all I got this vast lineup of N64 games that I think would be really cool to play through with a bunch of people, show them some games they might not have seen before. Um, and again, it, it, oh, yeah. I, I I don't I don't need to be we don't need to be the biggest things on the internet. We just need to be a big deal to some people. And and I think and I think it's there. And I think there's a lot to learn. There's a lot for me to you know for us to figure out. But if we try and do some cool stuff that we don't really see too much on the internet, yeah, not see, but like see here. things and <laughs> yeah, well, no, but here and see, you know, I mean, it's just, if we can just put our spin on it, I think it's, I think it's something that could be really cool. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're entertaining. Dude. At least I think we're entertaining and, <laughs> uh, and I hope to keep entertaining. I mean, cause that's, I don't know, man. Like that's with this whole job switch and you know moving to a different city and you know getting out of the college town and trying to focus on that. It has been a lot of like, what am I doing? What do I want to do? And I can't really nail it down to like a job, but I really just want to entertain people. You know? Yeah. Like I think you're you definitely have a calling for that. Like that's all I want to whether in whatever capacity it is, whether it was the radio show, um, you know, I I still do my local music show too, which is awesome. So, um, you know, which is another show I started. If you're if you're interested, I've done thirty nine episodes, Trevor. Actually, I I, I just posted of uh, Groovy Soup. Yep, Groovy Soup. It's Ohio. It's, a, it's a show all about uh, artists and bands in Ohio. Um, I do two interviews. So I mean, that's almost 80 that's almost that's almost 40 hours of of audio that you know you could listen to if you want to check out some some new music um from the state of ohio um that's that's one thing i've been up to um i I will be honest with you i uh i ran out of new episodes of some of my more favorite podcasts the other day at work and i was like you know what let me go check out this groovy soup thing that Paul's been doing for a while, and I listened to a couple episodes while I was working. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. I mean, what did, what did you think of it? I mean, you could be uh, be, no, be honest. It's sweet. I uh, I was actually surprised. I feel like, well, it, it's funny. You know, I've I've known you since you very first started with radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny to hear you now. Like, I feel like you've developed such a uh, like radio voice, I guess, and. And in that, in those, uh, uh, what do you call them? In those episodes, I guess you, you take on a very much like interview, interviewer role and, uh, have to very like have to go and explore like kind of what the person, you know, why they do the, what they do and what kind of music they create and things like that and really like dive into them. Um, so it was interesting to hear you kind of switch from you're still like your normal radio voice but you took on more of a uh almost like an oprah interviewee role yeah yeah there's <laughs> it's that's and it's it's interesting you say that because it there's such a different approach that i take to all three you know my three major audio things that i've done but like first things first is like i'm just so much more comfortable behind a microphone now and, and just you know one of the things I learned from from the morning show is not everything you're gonna do is perfect. You're gonna and some of those interviews and some of those questions and, and stuff. It's it's not the best, you know. And I'm okay to admit that because that's just one thing I've learned. It, you really you're not gonna have a killer break. You're not gonna have a killer interview or something every every time. But yeah, I, I take a very very different approach from hosting my radio show to doing those interviews and into this. I mean, cause in reality, this, this is just talking to my friends like, with a little yeah. bit, with a little <laughs> bit of, of, of the, of the rigmaroles in there to, 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 to get that podcast, uh, format. But, um, you know, 
doing the radio show, it was just, you know, taking on the persona and, and I didn't do like a fake DJ thing, but it was being energetic and, and looking up things and a different approach. But when I do the interviews for Groovy Soup, a, a lot of the bands, you know, this is their first, that shows their first big media thing and big is in quotations. But I mean, we're a radio station that when we're at full power, I mean, we can reach a, a good chunk of Southeast Ohio and, you know, potentially, uh, you know, 20,000 people could really be listening. You know, if you when you look at our areas and the, and the population and stuff, that's a that's a number again with a little asterisk next to it. But I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's the main channel for the area. Well, so yeah, like- I mean, exactly. It's it's I mean, for, for these for these artists, it's the it's exposure for your song. And, you know, for for people that don't know about Southeast Ohio, it's it's not the most wealthy portion of of the of the world i mean the united states for sure but um uh <laughs> that's for sure you know radio is still a big deal to a lot of people it's still a a, a medium that is used a ton uh you know for people and and it's a great way and we stream it online too so you know i mean I, we do the interviews with people. I had people on this week from Cleveland, you know, so they were able to listen from four hours away. And, and you know, it's 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 the reception that you hear from those people when they're like, thank you, you know, thanks for letting us have it. And that's that's why I keep doing it. And, you know, um, but yeah, so it is. I, I, I also try to make those interviews because I don't. I don't. I'm learning a lot about music through through it, and sometimes I think they think I I know more about music than I than I really do. <laughs> um, so, um, but I really try to make it not not interviews can be intimidating for people. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. you know, yeah, and, and and you know any interview job or anything, but but that when you're talking to people is one thing, but then when you start broadcasting it. It changes the dynamic. So, like one of my philosophies in interviews that aren't supposed to be, you know, too too hard hitting in terms of like I'm really digging for a specific answer about something or something like that, is to make it a comfortable setting for you to just explain. I really just want to ask questions that have them explain what they do, just just so you know, just to tell us because we don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what yeah. it's. I, I've never. I've never. One of the, you know, one of the, some of the stories that I've heard are, you know, we had a guy that's homeless and travels the country and plays ukulele, uh, uh, people that literally took a garage and converted it into a studio and stuff. So, you know, it's like, that's, that's the, just tell me about that. I mean, that in itself is so interesting and so fascinating. And that's why I think podcasts are such a popular thing too, because there's so many small things about life that can be really interesting because I think a lot of the small stuff in our day-to-day worlds, we take for granted. You know what I mean? There's uh, just, there's just so much awesomeness and you know that that or creativity. Awesomeness is kind of I think too, too <laughs> too light of a term, too positive a term. I, I think creative like creativity is the better the better word there that that people put in to achieve their goals or to follow in with with projects they're passionate about. So. It's it's cool, man. It's been um, you know I, I I wish I wish it was a bigger deal. You know I can't lie, and I wish. But but who doesn't? Who right? Like I mean, who who wouldn't want their yeah. thing to be be the big thing? But I've had some great. It's been awesome, and um, it's really cool that I get to keep doing it from afar um, as well. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, we've in August it'll be close to a year, so that'll be around like the time where it will be a hundred interviews of different bands. I mean, no matter where it goes, I I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like no matter where it goes, no matter what happens and no matter where I go, I mean, I'm going to still chalk that up as a, as a, as a a, a big time success. Cause I mean, you know, the, the, the thing with that is um, for, for those who, if you do check it out, it just sounds like a podcast. I, I do all of the stuff for the show and here I am, rambling i feel like that's all i've done since i feel like i haven't even let you talk trevor um yeah for real paul let me get back to me for a second here (laughs) but it's you know it's it's a show that i do everything for i schedule the interviews i do the interviews i edit the interviews i produce the show i host the show i do like most you know and i i could do a better job promoting it and so could you know the station in my opinion but um you know, it's it's just a project I love. You know, it's a it's a passion project. And it's it's really cool, and I'm I'm you know no matter no matter like I said no matter what happens, I think it's been awesome and it's been really cool to do. 
that that's what I was gonna chime in with is uh I guess my my main feedback going and listening to it is just you can tell listening to the episodes that it's definitely your passion project because you've definitely you know put the work into it so yeah it's and, cool yeah and it's, it's interesting yeah and that's <laughs> and you know just with the whole theme of what we've been talking about it's like if you care about something just just go for it i mean the the worst that can happen is doesn't work out the way you hope it is and and i'm just such a big believer in that at least you tried you know at least you at yeah. least you did the thing you know because and and that relates i think going back to the the topic or the, the thing i didn't even let you finish of, of your big <laughs> of, of your big move like when, when you moved you you didn't have your job yet right like if i recall yeah. I, if i recall correctly you made your big move uh, you know you, amanda had school that was about the only for sure thing that was lined up for you guys right yeah um yeah i i mean i was gonna say earlier you were talking about uh shoot which which thing was it? It was just on the top of my mind. Um, I'm sorry, Paul. I totally forgot. But yeah, when I moved out here, um, basically I I just wanted to move and get out into something new and you know find a career path for myself. And it just so happened that Amanda was gonna be going to school here, so I followed her here and. Uh, I, I'll be honest, my, like, I think we had been here about a month and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go interview for Ikea because I am losing money and <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to make this work, you know, if I don't, if I don't have funding soon. Um, and so I went and, and interviewed for Ikea and then the next day, my like dream job of, of all the jobs that I was interviewing for and working on my like dream job was, was the one that called me and was like, we want you to come in for a second interview and, you know, continue this process. And they ended up hiring me. So, uh, I ended up calling Ikea and saying, sorry, never mind. <laughs> we're all good now. Like I had, a, I had a minor panic attack, um, but we're all good now. So um, but yeah, it, it was just, I, I wanted to get out into the world and, and forge my path, if you will. Right. Um, so yeah. Well, and, and, and for those wondering, uh, where Utah, Trevor, Trevor, made yeah. the, you know, you know and, and no small move either. I mean, you, you've been Ohio through and through. I know there was, might've been a little bit of change in there, but a lot of bouncing around Ohio, um, you know, so you know, just like when I left for school, I mean, you you leave you leave everything kind of behind. I mean, you you really do forge. It's a whole new life out there that you're ma- that you have made for yourself, and, and you know, it's been really really cool to see. You know the the change, and and honestly, your story is the one of the ones that helps me keep going. Because you know, while I I I, <laughs> I I've appreciate had some, that man, you know, and I've had <laughs> I've had some interviews and stuff, and unfortunately, everything that I've applied for out here has fallen through. But right, you know, I just got a job at you know basically the uh, the equivalent of of Bagel Street Deli for those who know what I'm talking about. But you know, so I'm I'm just <laughs> doing whatever right now, but I'm still gonna go out. And I'm still gonna try because, like you said, that all it takes is one one next phone call. I mean, I got to be interviewed to be the PA announcer for a WNBA team. Like, sure, I didn't get it, but hell yeah, at least I still got can say I got an interview for it, and and you know, yeah. still still what? did that. So, you know, it's, and it and it's been really cool. And your dream job, it's what it's it's web design, and I know cars were involved for a <laughs> while there, so it checked like every box for you, dude. Honestly, uh, my my job right now is like a whole completely different job from when I started like two years ago. <laughs> really? It's, it's pretty awesome actually. Like I, I've sort of, um, I, I've just taken on a lot of different projects and things like that and, uh, have sort of made my way through a lot of different, uh, like a lot of different departments, I guess, of, of the company. Um, I guess I should explain. I, I work for, uh, I guess I could say I work for KSL. It's, it's the major news channel five news station, um, here in Salt Lake city. And, uh, where, where I started was on the website, um, essentially posting in the, or, or, uh, 
inputting the advertising into the websites for you know the news uh the news website you know we go in and or if you go to the web page and you see uh an ad across the top or the side or whatever around an article like that was something that we would put in on my team um and i'm still doing that now in some capacity but i've also taken on um we have we have the kso classified section which is essentially utah's version of craigslist and that has a whole cars section and the cars section is sort of competing with um like your autotrader.com or your cars.com um and so we have partnerships that we have with dealerships uh on that site and you know all sorts of new and used inventory and things like that and so i have sort of made my way into this role of uh like car operations um so essentially i'm in the back end making sure that the dealers are getting what they want and their cars are showing up on the site correctly. And it's pretty awesome. I get to work with like developers. I get to work with salespeople. Um, I still work on the advertising side as well with like the main news website and other sections of the classifieds. Um, and we're, we're always innovating and bringing in like new products and things that have to be figured out and built and things like that so um it's been pretty exciting it's it's every day is something new to have to solve <laughs> oh, that's, and it's so cool that it's i mean you've gotten to go do so much different stuff and it's great experience and you know no matter what department you're in or if it was your cars or anything it's so cool because you know you went to school for for marketing right if i recall correctly yeah and I I never saw you as a marketing guy, a sitting behind the thing. So to, for you to be able to use your creativity in something that works so well for you, like, I mean, I can't imagine a better thing for you than, hey, come, I got these pictures of my car, and then you going through, and, and I, I needed to pop on a website and make it sellable. So not only do you get to use what you went to school for in like marketing and that stuff, but you get to you know, look at cool cars and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you also well, in your knowledge of cars too, I think probably offers good feedback when you are developing that presence for them. I'm assuming, right? If you're like, "Hey, I know this is a car yeah. that is uh, a a sport car." You know me, dude. I don't know uh, what I don't know what uh, I'm talking <laughs> about, but but let's let's get some more footage of that so when they click on when they click on this, if, you know, the tires or something, it can show it doing a sweet turn. I don't, <laughs> I don't if, know. if if you don't mind indulging me for a second, uh my go-to story is uh we we had a dealership that was like, hey, um, because one of the things with the site is it has, when you're going to post a car for sale, it, it can automatically take the VIN number and run through the VIN number in order to post, like, you know, the make, the model, the trim, all that kind of stuff. I might have lost you already. <laughs> Most likely, I'm, I'm trying to follow, but, uh, but continue, um, please. But anyways, uh, we had a dealer who was trying to post a car for sale and they were like, it's not working. Like your VIN decoder is not doing anything and not pulling any information and like it won't let us post and this, that and the other thing. And so I go and take a look at these cars. There was like two or three cars that they had. They were trying to post on our site. And uh, I took one look at like, it wasn't a VIN number. It was a, uh, uh, what's it called? It, it, it was a different type of, of like VIN number essentially, but I knew I was like, oh, these are uh, Japanese cars that have been imported. So <laughs> I was able to, that was like my own car nerd knowledge. I was like, oh yeah, these are imported. They're all right hand drive. Like you can't just, they don't have VIN numbers. Like you can't just post them for sale and like that you can't even put in the mileage cause it's in kilometers. Like, you know, you have to, to convert it and things like that. So um, it was funny cause like everyone in, in my department pretty much was like, why do you know this? <laughs> but, I feel like, like I I've asked you help, that you same know? question a few times. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it was I cool though. And, and the dealership was stoked cause they were right. like, Oh, you know, you guys figured this out for us. Like, that's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a prime example of, of, 
you know, what a great benefit you get to bring to what you do. So there's no doubt that I'm sure anytime something car related comes through that place, they're like, all right, where's Trevor? We need, we need Trevor on there. And on top of that, you get to have street fighter breaks or whatever during your lunchtime. You got a whole company outing to go see Avengers. I mean, you, you've, you've found a pretty sweet place. And on top of that, you, you know, you're in a beautiful part of the country and you, you're living with your, you know, you and Amanda have been dating for five years, close. Come coming up, yeah. We we just passed four. Coming up on okay, five. Okay, so so four. So f- you just passed four. Yeah. Wait. April. Okay. Yeah. So so four years, and yeah, you know, and you got two dogs now, which yeah. So oh yeah. So it's been pretty awesome, man. Like I mean, that's that's really cool, and and it's it's super awesome to see to see that. So. Yeah, the, just so you you got that cool job. What what else? Give us every the, the brief rundown <laughs> of of Utah life and, and the stuff that you've been up to and the dogs and all that stuff. Dude, I uh, I mean, you know, like you said, it's a beautiful place. Um, Some interesting there's... rules, though. <laughs> yeah, interesting rules. I don't think we have enough time to get fully <laughs> into all that kind of stuff. Um, let me just say, it took me like. Four or four to six months of living here before I realized that you can't just get full strength of beer from <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> so for like four to six months, I was drinking three point two percent beer, and then uh, once I discovered I could get full strength beer from the liquor store, I got fucked up because I was like, <laughs> not, I hadn't been drinking real beer for months. Um, so uh, no, I was gonna give you the rundown though. Uh, on the dog situation, we've got our newest puppy is Faye. Um, she is a Aussie poodle mix, and she is just a ball of energy. <laughs> I can, how old? She, uh, she just turned six months, so she's smarter than all of us. Right. <laughs> um, but we still got Copper. He's our, our old man. So when Faye's getting into shit, she just kind of, or Copper just kind of, you know, groans and and sits on his his rocking chair. No. <laughs> and, and if I recall correctly, Copper, I thought wasn't the biggest fan of other dogs. Yeah, he's not. <clears throat> Excuse me. He uh, he. It, it's interesting. He was he was fine when we first adopted him, and then. As he started to kind of get used to us and get used to like his new life with us, um, he just started getting really aggressive when he would encounter other dogs out, like just you know out and about. And uh, at first, we were like, "Oh, maybe it's just certain types of dogs," because it happened with like a German Shepherd that kind of got in his face, and he got like, you know, he gets his mohawk up and gets like right. barking and and growling. Um, but then it started to just kind of be all the time. And then we were like, man, like we really can't take him to the dog park or anything. Like he just, he'll just run out and chase down a dog. And like, it's just, it's just too, you know, it's not like in a playful way or anything like that. Like it's too aggressive and, and people were like kind of frustrated with us when we'd show up to dog parks and we don't want to be those people, you know? So, um, so we were like, shoot, you know, he's got some issue with dog or with with dog aggression or something and so we would kind of be really careful about where we would take him and we'd always keep him on leash and we were kind of training him to when he'd see a dog we got we got him now to a point where like he and when he sees a dog he just kind of whines and and you know gets his little mohawk but he doesn't like jump and go crazy mm-hmm. um but what's interesting is we had heard a lot of stuff about um if you have other dogs that live in the house with you, they can kind of make the other, make the more aggressive dog kind of warm up to dogs. Um, and so we started watching uh, like some of our friends' dogs and things like that. And we noticed if we brought the, the dog into the house while Copper was in his crate, um, they could kind of meet through the crate and he would, he would kind of have his little conniption for a second. And then once he calmed down and saw that, like, the dog was just chilling with us in the house, then we could let him out and, like, they'd be totally fine and they'd, like, play together and, like, just be totally chill. So after a little while of that, we were like, you know, let's let's see if we get, like, a, a puppy. Um, 
because Amanda really wanted a, a puppy to be able to kind of raise mm-hmm. and and have it be exactly the way we want it to be and be able to run off leash and take it on hikes and things like that, um, which we we do with Copper, but, you know, we got to put like a, a vibrating collar on him and, right. and it's the same. all I mean, that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, Dot has her quirks too. You know, that's the thing. When exactly. You, it's like the one... The one, you know, negative, quote unquote, from getting a shelter, it, it is you, you adopt the dog and their backstory too. So it's just like, yeah, Dot is a night, nightmare on the leash and I'm trying to get her better. <laughs> and like, she's great with other dogs, but has a, a little bit out of aggression, you know, especially when small dogs are like, if she feels intimidated or when she's being controlled on the leash, she gets a lot more aggressive. So like when I walk her, I, I usually try to avoid the dogs and the dog park for me also just stresses me out too because it's like i know she can be fine but also things yeah. i know could not be fine and it's just like so it's like ah, i want her to go be around other dogs and run but i that's the other thing and it's like she's young too though so i think when she she grows up a little bit she'll calm down as, well, as she takes up half the couch next to me <laughs> i know i think one of my dogs was trying to break in the the office door here they hear me in here talking um because i was i did not expect a second dog but i wasn't surprised amanda is is an animal lover i know i know that she was all about animals um which i'm i'm the same way if i could afford it and i had a little extra space i probably i'm i wouldn't be opposed to two dogs so what so how hard is it uh a two dog lifestyle oh well that so that's the thing um i was gonna say i don't know if you know that we moved back in October? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I didn't know that you, when you moved, but I, I saw that you got a, like an actual like house with a yard and a very yeah. nice little setup you got going on. So yeah, so once we got out of the apartment and we got a place that actually it has a fenced in yard and stuff, um, super nice. Uh, that that was the point where we were like, oh, what, what about getting a second dog? Like, that could be cool. Um, so having two dogs here at the house is totally fine. Like, you know, we got enough space that they don't, they're not constantly like in your face. Um, and everyone can kind of have their sanity, I guess. But, uh, but, uh, let's see, where was I going with that? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you know, your experience with Dot was kind of our experience with Copper. Um, and that's not to discredit, like, he is probably one of my favorite dogs that I'll ever own. Right. And I love that we adopted him and I love, he just is this goofball old man and we can chill on the couch or he'll curl up on my feet when I'm here at my desk kind of a thing. Um, but he just isn't super cool about strange dogs. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> so. that's a, dog, dogs have their quirk. That's the thing. You know, Dot's my first ever dog. So it's like as much as she drives me crazy she also just absolutely destroys my heart and like i was gone for a week <laughs> and like i was like what's my dog doing i had to get her a dog walker because um my buddy who lives with me now because ben and uh our other roommate aren't here his work schedule is brutal so it's like all right well i gotta make sure you know because she couldn't be sitting inside for as long as she is just just out of fairness too but it is it's just like a whole different perspective and it's just because it is a dog but it's not just a dog <laughs> like they, once you get yeah. a dog once once you get a dog that i can definitely see um where that takes over but starting to you know i i didn't know how long we were gonna go trevor and we're, we we got plenty of roles so i'm not gonna to sign us <laughs> off yet um but, but but before we go for those who, who do follow us know we are a little bit into the video games and all that good stuff so games. uh e3 coming up here uh, are you have you been following anything what's your what's your current uh knowledge level on the on the world of video games trevor so uh let's see here i'll be honest i haven't been super up to date on on e3 i know sony is not coming i guess sony um, sony is not there but it's it's not more of like what you've heard or just like I, have you been following games lately like have you oh. like are you have you fallen off on video games where what where, where are you at so i i kind of have well <laughs> going back to uh you were talking about utah a little bit i was gonna say i i since living in Utah, I've now been climbing like I, I climb probably three to five days a week. <laughs> right. So I've I've 
a big chunk of my life has been working and a big chunk of my life has been climbing. Um, so I'll be honest, I have kind of fallen off video on video games a little bit. Um, when Apex came out, I was huge into Apex for a few weeks. Um, but I, a lot of my coworkers are like, you know, more on the Nintendo Switch or more on uh, what PS4 or whatever. So I, I didn't really have too many people to play Apex with, so I kind of got burnt out on that. Apex is much um, more fun when you can talk and play with people, for sure. Well, now that I've Ben and I played a bit, and it's like, uh, it's just like I only really want to play Apex if Ben's playing. Yeah, exactly. Like you get your squad, and and that game is hell of fun. So um, I, I definitely put some hours into that, but I, I haven't been playing too much recently. But I have been watching very closely the halo master chief collection that will be coming to pc hopefully sooner <laughs> rather than later <laughs> it's interesting how they're doing that hold on i think my mic isn't recording on my end anymore oh no <laughs> okay now now i'm getting levels i think it was but but anyway sorry i had a brief technical hiccup on 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 my end everybody but um we can cut we can splice some stuff yeah, back to this part we know how to do that but no and, and i'm not too surprised to hear that um you know i i probably out of everyone on chat pack i'm still the only one that's like very into video games but in terms of e3 next week is there anything that you're hoping to see anything that you're hoping to learn more about in that you might have heard i know you mentioned um master chief collection and i would be shocked if we didn't hear anything about that um, um next week in terms of some release dates or yeah. you know even though even though e3 isn't always with a big pc thing halo is going to be a big part of microsoft's conference so there, there's no way that you don't get that you know because there's like you said there's that halo reach beta and um but there's no way that you're not going to get some release dates for um at least the first few games they're going to release or or you know just a release date for something yeah so so i've heard that well, so I've heard the Reach beta should be coming to PC, like, in June, which they said that for, I think, April, and I think they said that for May, too, so so we'll see if it happens, but I'm really hoping that maybe at E3 they'll be like, hey, guys, the Reach beta's here, and it's playable right now. You know how they do that I sometimes? Could, I could definitely <laughs> see that. I mean, if the rumors are saying June, that would be a great way... It would be, it would be smart. I mean, you know, the servers would probably be overloaded and shit, but... That's why you do a beta. <laughs> exactly. So, and people so who hoping, complain about beta servers, like and not being able to connect, it's like, well, sorry guys, it's like that's it's the whole beta. point of that <laughs> of them doing. It. <laughs> Unless it's like, like Fortnite is not a beta anymore. Like they need yeah. to get rid of that. Like that's where it's like, come on. Like now you're just you're just saying it's a beta so you can you do something. I don't know. It just doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. But is there anything else that you're that you're like? really hoping to see or, or, or dying to know more about? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm hoping for the beta. Um, I'm sure they'll announce more with the Halo Master Chief Collection. I heard that there will be some some stuff about Halo Infinite. Yeah, there's got to um, be. I've also heard that there's some news coming with, like, future Xboxes, which I'm hoping might come along with more games for the pc like if we could get you know a gears ported over gears maybe all of the gears gears 5's coming to steam gears 5's coming to steam yeah you didn't hear that i heard that microsoft is really put pushing for steam like yeah. they're gonna put more games into steam no nah, i i i think from I, and i don't know if this is for sure but in terms of of a lot of strategy i think you're if it's a big if it's a big microsoft release the odds are it's going to be on PC. Maybe maybe not right at you know at the same time as right console, but you know yeah because like Gears Five <laughs> maybe yeah, like Gears like Five got, years later yeah and like <laughs> in I, the case but, of the but I know team. but I know Gears Five is coming to Steam like that's a that's a legit done deal like I know that for sure so oh. and and I mean yeah the, the, there is a lot of talk of the new Xbox and a lot of it is like this X Cloud streaming where you can just stream games they got Game Pass yeah. which if if I mean Game Pass if you're if you're just trying to figure out a bunch of about stuff, um, Game Pass is one of the best values in gaming. It, it's that weird thing where you don't own the actual games, but I mean, if you want to try stuff, it's a great way. And all new first-party Microsoft games 
are released on Game Pass. So, like, you could play Gears 5 if you had Game Pass. Like, Crackdown 3 came out, and it's like, you know, I just got a month of Game Pass, and it's like... So, I wanted to play Crackdown 3, saw and knew that it was going to be a pretty mediocre game. Now I can just play it for 10 bucks, you know? And, I, you know, sure, I don't yeah. own it, but it's like... It's a game I really you probably didn't need to own. It. Yeah, it's like... And there's so many indie games and stuff that you'll get to experience, but, yeah, I, I don't know... It'll be interesting to see if it'll be a full console like unveiling from Microsoft. But uh, the future of console, the next the next gen of consoles is next year. That's what everyone is, uh, everyone's counting counting on. And you know, I still have my first Xbox, so I'll probably be ending up just waiting to hear what they they announce for that and upgrading then instead of just going to an X. Um, I probably should just invest in a PC, but man, I I do love my <laughs> video game consoles, dude. I don't know what it is. I I don't. Um. I I've been debating uh, upgrading. Well, so I'm I'm my most recent console that I own is a P- PlayStation Three. <laughs> so I've been debating upgrading it, but it essentially is just our streaming box. Like we watch Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of stuff on it. I will um, say this though about upgrading. The PS4 has the you know some of the the best games of this generation. There's really nothing that an Xbox you know that's just on Xbox One that would get I think someone of your caliber really hooked on it. I mean, obviously, Gears is good. Halo is fine. You know, Halo Five was actually you know I didn't I never beat Dude. the campaign of it, but the multiplayer Halo Five was fine. But like in terms of the PS4. Um, you, God of War, you don't even like God of War is like probably one. I haven't played it yet, but I know it's going to be good. It's going on sale uh, soon for twenty bucks, so I'm going to pick it up then. Um, Spider Man is, dude. Spider Man was <laughs> one of the most. It's probably some of the most fun I've had in a video game in years, and like I still like the Arkham games a little bit more. But I know how much you like the Arkham games, dude. Spider Man yeah. is the Arkham games. Just as Spider-Man and a lighter tone-ish. I mean, there's still there's the story of Spider-Man. It's dark, and I mean, the big twist. I think you can kind of tell, but um, it's it's okay. It, it's it's all right um, in terms of that. But like, dude, and you can get PS4s for cheap, you know. So it's like if you yeah. you could do all your streaming and um, you know play all these play great some, play, some pretty awesome games. Yeah, some some really amazing games. So I, that's what I'd say. Um, you know, cause like you can get great bundles and stuff too. I mean, or I bet you, if you go on Craigslist, you could find a steal cause you don't need, like, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you don't need an Xbox one, but you need a PS4 to experience God of War, Uncharted 4. Um, you know, Days Gone was supposed to be pretty good. I heard pretty mixed things about it, but, um, you know, The Last of Us Part 2 if it's going to come, I'm going to imagine it's going to come out on both PS4 and next gen. That's kind of my thing. Cause I think everyone's going to ditch the not backwards compatible. I think it's going to be a lot of that backwards compatibility. You can play this, you can do this. Cause I think that's what a lot of people want. Dude. Speaking of, uh, backwards compatibility and next gen, what are your feelings and or thoughts and or confusions about this death stranding game? Dude, I don't know what <laughs> I, I have. I haven't, and I need to watch the stuff, but I I don't have the slightest bit. Oh of, my gosh! But I, all I know I am is so hyped. Yeah, all I know is I'm probably gonna buy it day one because there's Kojima makes good games, even though I haven't played a lot of them. He, like he creates really fascinating worlds, and I can tell you that while I I don't have a slightest clue what the hell is going on, <laughs> I I want to play that game. I'm I'm a mailman, I guess, and like. <laughs> Dude, Dude, every time Kojima's tweeted, tried to like clear up the gameplay style, he just is like, it's this and that, and everyone's just like, oh yeah, that clears it up. No one knows what this is going <laughs> to be. Clears mud. But it's going to look cool, and the world itself is going to be really cool. I bet you there's going to be some meh stuff in there. Maybe the gameplay might, might not be the best, but... I That's think weird. it's going to be it's going to be one of the most unique atmospheres we've seen in a video game in a long time. We were talking about it in the office, and we were like, you know, they they had that most recent live stream, and we were like, this looks incredible, like, the graphics look incredible, it seems like we saw some gameplay, maybe, but we're still not really sure what it is, and then one of my coworkers was like, 
what if it comes out and it's just like a battle royale game (laughs) 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 or something like or it's just like a farming simulator like some random like i don't even know (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing it'll be it'll be interesting but it's gonna i can tell you that game is gonna sell a lot of copies because people just want to know what what the heck kojima uh, has been up to but i'm excited for e3 um you know like you're saying people on the switch i'm hoping for um since microsoft and nintendo have been partnering up i'm hoping for a dope smash dlc character that comes from the microsoft family um you know there's a lot of have you seen any of the uh, you probably haven't the leaks and rumors around the dlc characters have been wild for for <laughs> smash like there was one that said it was going to be the vault boy from fallout uh the, doom, the doom guy from from doom you know the doom I, marine um i know, think i saw something about for, marvel characters and marvel was like yeah maybe yeah <laughs> I, I no no chances marvel in that game because cap marvel and capcom do their thing there's no way that oh, they would yeah, yeah. they would capcom would give them a capcom character and they already have mega man so it's like there's no way it won't be Marvel. It won't be Dragon Ball Z, but you like a lot of people said mine, the guy from Minecraft, um, he, you yeah. know, he might be in there. Um, I think what about have, Master Chief? You know, uh, if some people have said, you know, it, it's, it's not unlikely when you have uh, characters like Bayonetta and Snake in there. I, I just <laughs> don't think he's the right pick. I think the right pick for to go from a Microsoft-owned property into Smash is Banjo Kazooie. Like I, I feel like <laughs> he, he. I know Banjo is not. I mean, or or the Minecraft guy. Honestly, those I would because Minecraft could have a six stage. It's way more popular nowadays. But like in terms of Nintendo history, in terms of older fans and the diehard fans that have money to spend, um, Banjo Kazooie I think would be. A, a no, it's a no-brainer, and honestly, I, I, I really thought like this would be the time that you'd see uh, Banjo Kazooie. Like the, I, I thought at the end of the, you know, the release cycle, because they, they announced the full roster um, for Smash Ultimate before it came out. I, I really thought that this was going to be the time that we saw Crash Bandicoot and Banjo Kazooie, two major mascots from across the aisle in Smash, because both of those characters make perfect sense and they while they're not specifically tied down to certain you know they they are in terms of what they were released on so like banjo kazooie being the n64 crash being the original you know playstations and stuff yeah that when they're not it's not but sony and microsoft they, they're not those weren't first party titles but it would it has enough of the connection to the other one that it still brings in that history um so uh, I felt like Crash was a little more out there, but when they released, you know, they just remastered all of them and re-released them. So yeah. um, I, I really did think that that was going to be it because there's a. But I think there's definitely going to be a Microsoft rep from in Smash because they they they're working way too close together, and it makes Microsoft has never done or hasn't planned to do a smash a, a fighter like smash you know playstation had theirs maybe that's why playstation doesn't want to put their people in other than i think who's in i think cloud i think cloud was in playstation all-stars battle Royale. was he not i can't remember anyway i have no idea man. um yeah i know exactly <laughs> but um you know it'll be interesting but i love e3 it's, would- it's it's not as big of a deal but there's still gonna be some cool video game stuff that happens next week oh no yeah i'm excited for it regardless oh Um, yeah i haven't been playing as many video games more recently but uh i've definitely been keeping up on them actually i will say i have been putting in a lot of hours in uh uh the vr headset man that's true i have seen a beat saber man i gotta get I, i gotta play that oh my gosh so so beat saber was like the first one that i like like basically Whenever I have someone come over and they want to try VR, I throw them into Beat Saber because it's really easy to get the hang of and it's super fun. And like when you start tackling some of the harder, you know, difficulty levels, it, it just is a blast. Like you feel like a Jedi, right? Right, <laughs> right. I mean, you, you, you can't not feel like a Jedi. I mean. But uh, more recently I started playing. Have you, have you seen the game called Super Hot? Yeah, man. Super Hot. I beat that on console game's amazing oh my gosh in vr dude that game is 
insane. I've heard that. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it's really cool in VR. It's so tight. Because, like, if you stand perfectly still, like, time stops, and then you can kind of, Plan out like, your move. formulate... Yeah, and and so you end up being in these like really bizarre like you know almost like your uh, like your uh, what is it called? All I can think of is hula hula when you when you go underneath like a, the bar. Oh, oh limbo, <laughs> limbo. All right, I don't know why like that, hula. that word well, just like, escaped me. I was like, what the? What I was the like, fuck is he hula. Talking about? Uh, uh, so the, no, yeah, you're like in this weird like limbo position where you're like bent backward and you're like barely standing up, and then you're you're looking out of the corner of your eye at like this gun that's hovering in the air, and you're like, I think I can reach that before this dude kills me. <laughs> dude, I love that game. It's it's tight. <laughs> I, God dang it! Hold on. God. Eh. Wouldn't be fun if we, you know, it wouldn't be a, a, a going back to it. No, Superhot's a, a great game and it's affordable. Um, if you can't play it in VR, play it on console. I highly recommend it. But Trevor, we've been talking a little bit over an hour. It's getting a little late on my end. So I think we're going to wrap up this, uh, yeah. I guess, season three premiere of, of Chat Pack, um, <laughs> which is which is really cool because, I mean, going back over um, – we did way more episodes than I think any of us thought we were going to do um, um, <laughs> senior year. So, so that's been cool. But uh, Trevor, th- thanks well, for, for hopping back on the mic. And hopefully this is a step one of a numer- of a multiple step journey into something cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you hit on it earlier. You said uh, with with Groovy Soup, you don't necessarily, you know, you don't necessarily hit it out, out of the park with every single episode. Uh but I, in my opinion, I feel like with things like this, consistency is kind of the key. Right. Um, so that was my sort of my drive in, in pushing and messaging you guys so much to, to get something going. Because I think if we could just get together every once in a while and, and shoot the shit for like an hour, we, we might actually come up with some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like I said, and, and like we said, we were doing this. I mean, we do have a Twitch follow that twitch there's a good chance that video games are going to start popping over there um and uh yeah, yeah so caleb. Uh, till 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 next time wait what about caleb uh, i was gonna say caleb keeps uh, asking me to play apex with him so now that he's got an actual internet connection yeah exactly that was that was another <laughs> so thing. maybe Why we'll we... stream that yeah there you go i mean and if if cross plays it i don't know if microsoft or if xbox to pc is a thing yet but if we can do that, then we'll definitely do that as well. But um, as always, you can check us out online. I mean, we do have a, our, our social media page for Chatback has been dormant for, for, for many a, uh, a month. So just just keep it tuned to us. We'll keep posting stuff, and uh, we'll start slowly building things. Thanks for, thanks for checking out this show. And uh, Trevor, you have yourself a wonderful rest of your week, man. I'll talk to you real soon. Yeah, you as well, Paul.